Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. We own three of them, and I can tell you personally, even before they became sponsors, their customer service is second to none. Um, you know, every time I've had any issues with any of my machines, going back to the way old ones, they've always taken really good care of me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com. Oh, and mention, uh, mention us and they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, we always tell our players that they should be working on it their craft i challenge you to work on your craft come over join a community of like-minded coaches want to make this game better it's the reason i started teach hoops is to help pay the bills for all these podcasts but even more importantly to give back um, to this great game that has given me so much um, and to set up a roadmap for you to be successful not only on the court but off the court and we offer a 14-day free trial so come over and check kick the tires around see if you like it and uh, let's head off to the podcast Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The next couple uh, podcasts, um, I am going to um, let you listen to an interview that I did about parents. Um, you know, I discussed and how to navigate those sometimes tricky waters um, on a special podcast, The Real Game by Coaches for Coaches. So go over and check that podcast out, The Real Game for Co- by Coaches for Coaches. Um, I'll put the link down below, but go over and check that out. And um, this is just a little sneak peek of um, of that podcast that I did. But go over. There's, he he's got coach coach Matt's got some great things over there. So go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast. Uh, so next question: How important is it for coaches to set clear expectations and boundaries with parents? Um, you know, maybe I don't know how you do it. You know, at the beginning of the year, whether you have a meeting with them or. Setting expectations, what you as a coach expect from the parents, what's okay, and on the flip side, what's not okay for them to do as parents. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I have always done that. I have an early parent meeting and last couple of years they've been virtual, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, uh, I think that's really important to set the set, the, the set, how things are going to happen. Yeah. Because I think that we do them. We do a, we call it, we have PCN, which is parent communication network. We call mm-hmm. it PCN and we have a PCN meeting early in the year. Probably, you know, I make cuts on Wednesday or Tuesday. Okay. And by Wednesday or Thursday, I got my parent meeting. Mm-hmm. Boom. Here we go. You know, as soon as I make cuts, here's when the parent meeting is. And I think it's important to tell the parents how things are going to work, mm-hmm. how your communication is going to work with them and the and the athlete. But more important is when things happen. This is my big issue. When things happen, I got the ACT on Saturday. Well, fine, that's great. I want you to go it, but you you need to tell me you know the ACT date hasn't changed. Yeah, right. Give me time. I will make it work so you can go and you don't miss anything too. Sure. Like I yep. can change practice. I can, there's things I can do, but I can't do anything when you tell me the night before. Yeah. Correct. So what I tell the parents is here's how things should work. Your athlete should communicate with me first. Mm-hmm. That should be your, if, if it's playing time, if it's grandma's birthday part, whatever it is. Right. That's what we have to do. Cause that's a life skill. I want to teach them that life skill. Yep. They said the second step is you and them together come talk mm-hmm. to me because yeah. I've, I have I have very rarely gotten past step two, <laughs> you know, because, yeah. you know, after player parents, then, you know, it's player parent, maybe athletic director, parent, player, principal, whatever. I have very rarely gotten to steps three or four. Like it doesn't happen. Yeah. Usually not like you said earlier, 97% of problems are dealt with, with step one, mm-hmm. the, the athlete and the play and the, you know, hey, we'll make it yeah. work. Yeah. Sorry, you got oh, you got baseball, and you want to go do okay. So we got practice today. What time does that start? So it teaches them that life skill that you want them to have. Right. Um, yep. So I walked through that with the parents. I said, "Here's how I want things to work," mm-hmm. and don't call me Saturday at six o'clock. Like yeah. it's not going to yep. work that way. Yeah. Like it's not the way it's going to work when they go to college next year. Yep. They're going to be a college athlete or they're going to have problems with their professors that you, you know, yeah. Or in a career. It's not going to work that way in a career. I just yeah. know with my son and hopefully my daughter has done better. <laughs> she, she, she's a COVID. I call her a COVID kid. Yeah. Um, but my son is like, I, that was the first, I remember in sixth grade, he had a problem with a writing thing. Walked out to the car, was complaining about. It. I literally sent him back into this to his elementary school. It was fifth grade, <laughs> and said, "Go talk to the teacher." It was yeah. the best thing I ever did because sure. he, he found out it was not scary. It's like, hey, yeah. what did they do wrong? Blah blah blah. Teacher, it's a fifth grader. A fifth yeah. grader does that. You know, a fifth grade teacher is going to be like, I'm yeah. here. I'm gonna help you. <laughs> oh, it felt yeah. good, and then sure. it's like, and he still does it. You know, he's off at school this summer, and yeah, was at office hours and stuff. So. Yeah, you're right. I think, and even with employment, I think that's important. Yeah. Let me get off just on a quick rabbit trail, although it may not be a real, you know, long rabbit trail because I think it, it's pertinent to what we're talking about. A couple minutes ago, you mentioned cuts. And as coaches, we all have to make cuts occasionally. What is your, how do you handle that? I know how I do it. I'm curious as to how you do it. And specifically, when you cut a kid, and I think it depends on the age of the kids as well, like maybe elementary, you know, middle school is different. I'm dealing with high school kids. When you cut a kid, 
do you just have a meeting with the kid and the other coach or do you bring parents into that as well? Yeah. So the way I do cuts is, um, so we'll, we'll do, we'll have, uh, we'll have tryouts until the mm -hmm. end and then I'll grab the coaches. We'll have our last meeting about it. And then, um, uh, what I do is I have them do some, I leave a, a coach in the, this, so again, this is for high school. I leave the coach in the gym with all the players mm -hmm. and I have him send out players with all their stuff. Yeah. As soon as I'm done talking to them, I want them to go home. Sure. I don't want yep. to go back in the gym. I don't want that issue right. or anything to happen. So, and then we, you know, keep, keep cut, keep cut, keep, mm -hmm. you know, kind of alternate them so they don't know who, because they know the best player in the team's is not going to get cut. Right. Yeah. Um, so we alternate kind of figuring out how we're going to send them okay. to, through. But it's me and the assistant coaches and the kid. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have parents involved. I have a 24, depending on the group, 48-hour rule where I won't talk to anybody about it mm -hmm. for at least 24 hours. Um, usually, sometimes it's 48, depending on the group. Yeah. Um, but I want them to, because rational heads are not going to happen that night. Yeah. They're that gives them a chance to process a little bit. It gives them a chance and, to process. It gives the kid a chance to process. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard for the parents because part of that is social, too. Mm -hmm. You know, this has been their social group. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the social group is taken away because their kid's not playing anymore. Right. Um, there's lots of little different things that happen with that. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, I don't have parents in that initial meeting. Because to be honest with you, that initial meeting, they don't tend to hear you much other than they didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what they hear. Right. Uh, right. They don't hear much more than that. And you have a wide range of emotions from sad mm -hmm. to shocked to angry to like, you name it, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The worst uh, day of the year. Horrible. I, day. Horrible I agree. Day. I, I, that's very similar to how I do it. I mean, I'm not saying that's the perfect way. It, well, it's a coward. It's co it is cowardly to post the names. It's cowardly. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah. And 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 kids that have put themselves out and tried deserve to talk to you. Sure. Absolutely. And they've earned that right. Yeah. And the people that post cuts, you're. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you're a coward, in my yeah. opinion. You shouldn't be I, coached. I agree with that, and I also agree with your. Uh, 24 48 hour rule if parents are going to have feedback give them time to process that stuff and maybe to calm down a little bit before they come back at you um i've never had it i've, I've had i have a couple coaches i'm an athletic director at a at a small school i have a couple coaches who feel kind of the opposite like they need to meet with parents and students together or athletes together to, to make that decision i just i disagree with that i don't think anything good comes from that initial meeting right away no, and the problem is you get an angry parent, mm -hmm. and then the kid's not like you want them to. This is their experience, right? That's my theory. Mm -hmm. It's not a good one, um, but it's a it's again growth mindset. Sometimes you got to fail to succeed in life. Yeah, and um, you know, eventually LeBron James will not play basketball anymore. Yeah, everyone yeah. hangs up their sneakers. Thank at some point. <laughs> No, but I'm just saying, it's like, you, yeah. let's be real. Michael Jordan played for 13, so what, and then he hung his shoes up. Yeah, no, definitely. So it's like it, everything happens at some point. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't see – I've never heard good experiences nope. with parents and cuts ever. They yeah. are at cuts. No. I agree. I agree. I have a I have a meeting um, at the beginning of every sports season, and 
in that meeting, I just encourage parents as, and this is coming from me as the athletic director, not necessarily the coach. I encourage parents to just be, to let kids own their sport, let kids own that, let that be theirs. And parents need to just stay out of it and cheer their kids on, be your kid's biggest cheerleader, but let them own what they're doing. Um, let them own the failures, let them own the successes, encourage them when they fail, applaud them when they succeed. Um, other than that, don't meddle and don't, and just kind of stay out of it and let them, let that be a little microcosm of life that they can learn and grow from and enjoy and let that be their own, you know, part, part of, part of being a parent, the hardest part is you, they're going to leave your nest and you want mm -hmm. them to leave the nest and you yeah. want them to be independent. You want to like not work about what they're doing on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, like Eagle, I've told a story, Eagles on the bottom of their nest, put sharp rocks and sharp glass in the bottom of their nests. Mm. And they do that because the eaglets, when they get bigger, it forces them, the, they get heavier, it forces on and it gets uncomfortable. Mm. So good. Guess what happens? They fly away. Yeah. Right? They leave the nest. Oh. It's not comfortable anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's the same analogy. Us. Yeah. We want to, that's what you want to do as a coach. It's like yeah. you're, they're pseudo parents. Yeah. 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 Well, another question, what advice do you have for coaches when it comes to handling a particularly difficult parent? And I'm just going to, I don't know if you've ever had to do this or not. I'm just going to throw this out there. I've, I've mentioned this on a couple other podcasts. Um, sometimes I've, sometimes I've had ex really bad experiences with parents where I've tried, I've, I've tried to work things out. I've tried to navigate those troubled waters with them and do everything I felt like I could as a coach to make things work. And you get to the point where you just say, you know what, maybe your child isn't the best fit for this team. If we can't make this work, how do you, how do you navigate that, that particularly difficult parent? I think you're right. I, it goes back to what I said at the beginning. I don't think you'd be rational with an irrational person. And mm -hmm. I think there's times when they're just not, and you're trying to build a team for the most part, unless you're a yes. track coach or a golf coach or like you're doing right. an individual sport. So, I've said that on maybe a couple occasions, like maybe this mm -hmm. isn't the best fit. Yeah. And it, to be honest with you, never from the third best player on your team. <laughs> I'm just being yeah, real. Yeah. No, like, I get it. Yeah. Number nine to tw 15 yes. usually. Yeah. So it's like, I've never, I have never heard or seen this coming from number one or number two mm -hmm. or number three player on your team. Like right. we all know who those guys or gals are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, yes, I, I've had those discussions and that, and again, I tell people the most important day you, for a team, building a team, building culture is the day you pick the team because mm -hmm. maybe that number 12 and you're keeping 15, maybe, you know, 12 ain't supposed to be on your team. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you throw something, you throw that chili pepper into the soup. Now the soup doesn't taste as good or something, you know? <laughs> Um, one ingredient yeah. can mess it up. Yeah, cool. definitely. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had another episode as it aired yet with a high level volleyball coach. Um, and I asked him about his recruiting process. You know, what does he look for in athletes when he's out recruiting? And basically his answer was, you know, it's easy to tell what their skills are right away. Like you can tell in five minutes, you can evaluate, can they hit, can they jump all those things, but they look more for, you know, how respectful are they? Are they a good student? How do they treat their parents? 
Um, how do they interact with mom and dad? What are their grades like? Uh, would you want to coach that kid? Would you want to play with that kid? Um, and those are the kind of things you're talking about. You know, you, yeah. You, I mean, when you go to these AAU tournaments in the summer for basketball, my mom, who's going to be 85, could pick out the best player in sure. the gym. Right away. And you probably pick out the best 10 players. But, you know, if you're a mid major, well, how do you, how do you differentiate? Well, you look, yeah. they, you got to look for skill set, but then you look for the X factors. How are they? How are they handling when they get pulled out? How are they handling their teammates? How are they handling the huddles? Mm -hmm. How are they walk? How are they dealing with their parents after the, all that stuff? They're watching it. I'm just yeah. telling you, they're yeah. watching all that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So to, to kind of wrap things up and summarize, you know, time's flown by here today, but can you just, how, how is important, how important is good rapport with parents when it comes to building a successful team? That's a difficult question because you have you have you basically can have two avenues of thought. Mm -hmm. You can have the build a relationship with the parents and go out and have the beer with them after the game, mm -hmm. or, or you separate. Like, yeah. well, I guess uh, it maybe it depends on what your priority and your philosophy is, right? Yes, yes, and I have always kind of kept my circle relatively small. Mm -hmm. um, and it was obviously a little different when my son was coming up, but still I kind of, because you're the one that has to make the final decision on playing time and those yeah. kind of things. Um, you know, I think that's a difficult, I, th I think it's, I, I think it's important to have a great rapport. I think it's important to know that they, the, the most important thing is that they need to know that, that you love their kid, sure. like that you'll take care of their kid. That's a great point. Yeah. And I think that's like, I think that's the biggest thing that, mm -hmm. you know, when we lost this year in the regional final, you know, you could tell with the tears and the hugs that I get it. You know, teenage boys don't give a lot of hugs. Yeah. Um, but when things are good or really bad, they <laughs> tend to be very emotional. Mm -hmm. um, and you could feel that I, the parents could feel that at the banquet. They could feel it at the end of the season because it was special. It was a special group. It was a yeah. special thing and it's like that's what you want you want yeah. every year to be that mm -hmm. um where they feel that connection with you yeah um, and good i guess good rapport doesn't be best friends right because you're gonna right. have to make you're gonna have right. to make hard decisions for right. them for their kids so yes yes and you have to be honest and you're gonna right. have to be like here's what can really happen and here's what will happen and you know yeah. your son's oversized or undersized or not quick enough and you sometimes have to have some of those courageous conversations, which sure. which are hard. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, coach, it's been good to have you on here today. We're almost out of time. You you are super easy to talk to. I feel like you and I think a lot alike. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but it's it's keep up the good work. I'm excited about listening to more of your podcast. And now that I know you have seven of them, I'll be looking all ah, those up. Good, you look all those up. Look all those subscribing up. to all of them, but um. Thanks for being on today. I appreciate you and the, and the investment that you're awesome. making in the lives of, awesome. of kids and keep up the good work. All right. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to, you're going to go over and leave a five star on Spotify. I am. And iTunes I'm going to do me. it. All right. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good day. All right. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.